<sighs> I'm sweating. I'm going to start sweating because you're stressing me out. Well, I sweat when I'm nervous anyways. Like I just, I'm a sweater. I am a sweater. I am a t-shirt. I am a jumpsuit. (laughs) I love that stuff. All right. We are back with another episode of Adulting in Progress. I'm here with my three favorite people. Best time of the week, of course. I have been on Instagram. Haven't we all? Like, I don't know who's not on Instagram these days. And I find it's very hard to curate my content to ensure that it is positive. You guys know I didn't get Instagram for like 500 years. Just got it. Yes, it was this year, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was because I knew I was going to get so addicted to looking at people and looking at things and just mindlessly scrolling and numbing myself. And I think one of the things that's really hard is seeing other people's lives, how well they're doing, how great they look, how happy they look. It's so easy to get into the trap of comparing ourselves. Me specifically, my body, my lifestyle. Like, why are you traveling six months out of the year? Can I be that? Can I have your body? So I'm just wondering how you ladies handle the pressures of social media on your life and on your body image and how it affects you? That is a really good question. I don't know. I, I guess I just remember like in my head, social media isn't real. It's not a real place. A lot of what's on there doesn't really exist. I remember watching a fitness video and then they showed how they made the fitness video and basically none of it was real. Oh, she, her body was not real. Like they had put, um, butt implants. That yeah. Like yeah, some sort of that. butt implants. They were showing the shots afterwards and you're like, <clears> oh, well that makes sense. Why my butt has cellulite and all the other stuff jiggling around and hers does not because it's not real. Right. And that's the thing about social media. That's so easy to forget is that digital creation allows you to manipulate almost anything to make it look like anything you want. Right. So the same way that we can change backgrounds and edit photos and make it look like I'm on the beach somewhere and I'm not at all on the beach anywhere. Right. Like it's amazing what they can do. It's not real life. So you never compare yourself and say, man, I wish I looked like that. Well, never is a really strong word. It's like, I wouldn't say never. I really try not to because like you said, it's a trap. I try to focus more so on like, this is not real. But I definitely, you know, will say that I don't necessarily get trapped by the body ones. It's more so probably going to be for me like lifestyle ones. That's maybe more so where I get trapped where it's like, okay, you are, you know, on the beach or you're traveling. It's those ones that I get a little bit more hooked on or, you know, the perfect mom videos. Like I can't stand those, but they also still make you feel like, really? Okay, maybe I need to do a little bit better. Right. So those are the ones that really get me more so. I feel like those ones aren't real either. Most of those posts is like the perfect tidy home. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm sure one section of your house is perfection. (laughs) The rest has Legos that you step on, Beyblades, Mm. little figurines everywhere, Mm. socks, pajamas, just all in the corner. I I agree. It's not real. Um, A lot of people like to like compare themselves to the Kardashians. Mm. Those bras aren't real. Okay. Like I can't sit here and take advice from Chloe 
or Kim. I mean, yeah, I see her putting in the work, but also you're not real, ma'am. Like that butt is not real. (laughs) Your face is not real. I don't know who they're trying to like lie to. And and I don't think that they've even come out and said like, yeah, no, my butt's not real. But like, we all know nobody's butt looks like that. Like it doesn't match. You know, it doesn't. It's, one of these things. It's weird. It's not like, the other. <laughs> like they're squatting and it looks like it's like coming out the sides. Like what? Uh. I don't think that that happens. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. And then like, obviously like Kylie Jenner and her lips, mm. like some people, I don't know. I look at them and I'm like, yeah, no, no. However, I will put it out there. I wanted lips from high school, right, Tease? Kelly Jenner knew, was like I knew you were going to bring me into this. <laughs> because you know. I, know. I always say that because I, I always tell I always tell you know, you like, know. I want a lip. He's like, well, because of Kylie Jenner. I'm like, no, 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 no. Go back to high school. Kylie Jenner was like two when I was in high school, okay? So clearly I don't want it because of her. I didn't get them. I'm not gonna get them. But I'm just saying I wanted them first. <laughs> I could have started that trend. Just saying. But yeah, no, it's not real. A lot of the things aren't real. Filters are insane. They are. They are. I haven't figured out how to use the filters. I think that's probably a good thing. (laughs) Just keep me in the dark. I don't want to know what I look like with the filter. It's fine. (laughs) Then you'll never, you'll always use it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're going to be upset when you have to look at yourself in the actual mirror. Like it's just like that. Yeah. Right. So do you think that the accounts you follow influence how you feel about yourself. Oh, 100%. And that's what I really like about Instagram is that, like Kelly, you said you're having a hard time. I mean, you just got here, so you need to give yourself a little bit more time. (laughs) After I've uh, been on Instagram for a while, I do have the privilege of like pick who you follow and like the algorithm shows you more people that are like the people that you follow. And so a lot of the people that I follow are people that I can kind of relate to, Hmm. which is beneficial because I don't want to watch workout videos because I don't work out. (laughs) Right. But, you know, I, I love watching people, you know, renovate their homes or do that kind of stuff. And so that influential to a certain extent, but also keeping in mind that they're only showing you one second of their life, five minutes of their 24 hours in a day. So let's not, let's not get it so twisted that now you can't sleep at night because you have to have the perfect fireplace, Paula. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. No, I'm saying that you have the perfect fireplace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they come cheap. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. But perspective is everything, right? Yeah. yeah. When I was online, I saw a stat that said 87% of women and 65% of men compare their bodies to images they consume on social media and other forms of media. And I'm like, I think even if we're following accounts that are not body related or even on purpose, like Ness, you said, I'm probably more likely to compare my life and, you know, how I feel about my life to a lifestyle video where somebody's traveling or has a different lifestyle that I aspire to have. Then I think it's just so hard to not even unconsciously or subconsciously kind of take stock of like, this is what this person looks like. This is their life as a result. Like you don't see a lot of unattractive people, you know, winning at the algorithm game in any way, unless it's something that's gone viral, but you know, unattractive and winning at the lifestyle game, like who's watching their content. I mean, we're served up content with attractive people because that's what people want to see. I watch fitness stuff because I'm into fitness. 
uh, I have to remind myself like, okay, you don't do what she does. You don't have the time. You never want to diet the way she does. You know, I, I kind of make this story up in my head so that I'm not upset about not having washboard abs because what fitness person do you know that is winning at fitness algorithms that doesn't have a flat stomach? It's just so unrealistic. I work out, I work out five days a week. I don't have a flat stomach and I probably never will. And that doesn't mean I'm not healthy. I'm not trying to, you know, win at fitness Instagram and, and body Instagram, but I'm just wondering like, what other factors do you think contribute to how you feel about yourself? How do you keep yourself in check and not feel bad about yourself? The other part of that question is, are you aware of what you think about yourself? Because if we'd never think about it, but like, if I ask you, are you happy with your body? If the answer is not yes, then why are you not happy? And does part of that reason have to do with you comparing yourself to other people? For me, I think probably a little bit is you unconsciously comparing, so not necessarily like putting two and two together and really thinking about, oh, this person, I need to look like them. But yeah, I'm sure somewhere, you know, you're going to make those connections and be like, oh, my body doesn't look like that. For me personally, um, why I'm not happy with my body is because it doesn't look like what it used to look like. So I know what mm -hmm. it used to look like and I see what it looks like now and they are not the same. So that's, <laughs> that for me is where my insecurities come in. Cause I'm like, what, what happened to the 21 year old body that I had? <laughs> Three children. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. uh -huh. I was going to say that too. I said, I think more so for me, it's like a comparison of my younger self. Right. But again, I had kids, yeah. <laughs> kids definitely do a number on a lot of things, body being one of them. I don't know. I think it's just more so your own mindset. With my first, I bounced back real quick with him, um, but that had a lot to do with like circumstances in life at that moment. And then with the second, I feel like I kind of did too, kind of fast, but I also thought that my recovery from that one was a lot better than the first one, but life happens and COVID and you're mm -hmm. sitting here not doing anything. What is it? The COVID 20, like everybody gained 20 pounds. Mm -hmm. It's true. <clears throat> it happened. Maybe not 20, but definitely happened. So I I'm with NASA on that one that like I compare myself to my years because I was super skinny, probably borderline like unhealthy back in high school days, but definitely filled out a little. <laughs> in the best way. In the best way. <laughs> so, but definitely. Another question. I think kids these days are going to have a way worse time. That with was this such question. an adulting moment, by the way. I just right? I know. There. You said kids these days. Listen, I Go know on. because my birthday's coming up this month. It's a big, you know, let's, yep. let's not talk about it. Um, when we were in high school, we didn't have social media. Facebook. Your Facebook. Facebook. Did we have I don't Facebook? remember really. I don't know if I, I'm trying to think. I'm like, did I have Facebook? No, my no. space was like a little bit older. Okay. What was it? High five? High five? Oh, high no. five. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had high five. I remember. What was the I, messenger I app called? There were messenger the apps. Messenger? I think it was messenger. <laughs> it was like, I, I, know, I was like, is it like, I am. Like, I, don't, I think it was messenger. But no, MySpace was a little bit older. Like, I think we were just like out 
Oh, okay, okay. Out of high school. But it was like high five. Was it Facebook? I think Facebook might have been. No. It might have came in in the later years, in yeah. like yeah. the last year of high school. To mm-hmm. Google when Facebook was created? So we can backtrack. Oh, it was sh- created, I think, in 1990. Oh, wow. Oh, no, that's not Facebook. Yeah, Um, but when it was created versus when it became popular are also, like, two different numbers. I didn't get Facebook until 2012, but I was very late in the game. As we know, I refused. The only reason I got it was to keep in touch while I was away. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Facebook came out apparently in 2004, so we would have been graduating a couple months later. Mm. Yeah. Obviously, Instagram didn't exist. TikTok, Snapchat, all of these things didn't exist. I don't have girls. The rest of you have girls. How are you planning on preparing your girls to handle just this aspect of life? There's so many others, but like the body image and the body confidence specifically when there are so many examples of what an ideal quote unquote body might be. I'm hoping by that time, social media just goes away. (laughs) (laughs) Cause it's scary. Do we see all these little girls out there? I'm like, where's your mom? Like, why do you look like this? What's happening? Like, they didn't have an ugly stage. Like, right? I went through it, okay? I went through it. Uh Like, these girls, (laughs) what? what? Like, they, no, I don't. I'm hoping and praying to the Lord that social media is just gone in 10 years. Like, just, just, just die down. So it's like not cool. You know, like Facebook isn't cool right now. You're like, oh, you got Facebook? What's Facebook? Mm. You know, like then it's like that. But maybe something else will pop up. But mm-hmm. I don't. Something will something pop up. Is, something else, like, whatever it is. I'm not ready. But I don't know. I'm not ready. Not. Scary thought. Well, I don't think I've put enough thought into a plan around it, to be honest. My daughter is the oldest. Um, so I will definitely circle back to you guys on any <laughs> tips and tricks. But, Much appreciated. Uh, tips and tricks. Make sure you write it down. Give us a <laughs> Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it's definitely going to be tough to combat that because the other thing is you only can control so much. And so with social media, once you get to a certain age, you have a bit less control in terms of you know, just regular things like my oldest, he will watch YouTube and normally it starts off with just regular videos. And then it's like, oh, I want this guy's hair. Can I have this guy's hairstyle? And it's just little things like that start. And so where it develops from here, I don't know. And I'm sure with my daughter, it'll be, you know, even more so. So I don't know. I don't have a really good answer for how I plan on tackling that I guess it's really positive affirmations and you know a constant reminder that look you're beautiful like you know all of those things like that's really I think you can do is build up their confidence build up their self-esteem and pray about the rest Mm. Mm. pray about the rest amen (laughs) um so fun fact we're going to start introducing Kelly's fun facts. Uh, I learned this whole theory about comparing ourselves to others. It actually was developed in 1954. So this wasn't like, this isn't a new concept. And it's actually not entirely based on a bad thing. Humans are just supposed to compare themselves as kind of a self-improvement and a feedback mechanism. So it's not inherently bad, which we know, and we're adults now we're, you know, adulting. So how do we think 
if at all. Because on the flip side of like the extreme filters and photoshopping and all of this are people that are very body positive and very like authentic. How do we think that that is going to help us and society and the generations coming up behind us kind of counteract this perfect, unrealistic image? Is it helping? Is it enough? Or is it not? Well, there's got to be balance, right? So there's a lot of positive and that can be a motivator. Like we're not going to look at social media as just, you know, a negative space and we shouldn't be comparing ourselves to other people. I think that there is a place for that because that's motivation to you. If you are somebody who knows that you're obese and maybe you need that extra motivation because it's a change that you want to do for yourself, then those (laughs) images and those accounts have the ability to motivate you in order for you to get into a healthy space, right? So yeah, I think there's that. I like to think that um, people who are more body positive are making a difference. We can't really know on a grand scale, but there are definitely a lot of people who are just being real. And even like clothing companies are having women who have all shapes and sizes and Mm -hmm. like Aerie has a whole campaign I don't even think it's a campaign anymore where they just have they don't edit their photos so if one of the girls has stretch marks in a bikini they leave them and we all know Aerie like Aerie's a pretty big company Um, Mm -hmm. so I have to think that it is making some kind of a difference yeah I would agree I think so I think I saw a picture the other day online of a man actually and they had him out with a little bit of a dad bod Um, yeah and I was like okay that's cool so they had a bit of a variety they had the chiseled model and then they had the dad bod for everybody else right like it's about having representation across the board it's not a bad thing and it's really for the person to distinguish and determine for themselves where do I want to be and how can I use this to be better or closer to my goals. I don't know if we can put that much responsibility on social media. It's you. Yep. It's my responsibility. What for how I feel about myself? Um, for yeah, what you consume, what you take in, how you take it in. That's partially on you. Like the information is there and the images are there and you can use it how you want, right? You can be motivated by it or you can be depressed by it, but the responsibility is not 100% on social media. Hmm. And if social media is pressuring you in a really negative way, they still have the option to not be on social media then. Yeah. So I, I don't disagree with you, but I think that the piece that we were just talking about, the representation, is also a really big shift that's required. Yes, because, absolutely. for example, 10 years ago, social media existed. All, you know, people posting that only the flattering photos existed. Celebrities existed with their surgeries and whatnot. And there wasn't representation in clothing lines And so if you're not happy with yourself, okay, that's still your job to fix. But I also think it's almost like you're a rebel if you're not the perfect body according to societal standards. And everywhere else you look in the media, the people that are on the TV shows, the people that are in the ads, like everywhere you look, it's a curated image to this one thing. And that's what's considered ideal. So it's not a hard stretch to for you to think, especially if you don't have high confidence, which 
is a job figuring out how to get that. Some people just have it naturally. A lot of people just need to work at it. Most people fake it. Some people don't have it and they don't fake it. There's a whole spectrum, but it's really hard for you to look around and be like, yes, I love myself mm-hmm. when yeah. I don't look like what everybody else considers as beautiful. How am I supposed to know that I'm beautiful if I'm not getting that anywhere in my own life? And then externally, everything is telling me I don't line up. I don't look like that. So I must not be beautiful. So I'm just supposed to be okay being ugly. I don't think that there's any one fault. It's, a, you know, it's a whole, yeah, a whole for sure. category of factors. But yeah, the media is a huge factor. Mm-hmm. It, it is. is a huge factor. I definitely think that self-confidence is important. I think it's a whole wrapped up, like what comes first, the self-confidence or like the body image or like whatever, it's all wrapped up in one package that so many factors contribute to. And at the end of the day, your ability to combat whatever is coming at you in life, whether it's social media, whatever kind of media or otherwise, it's really important what your mental health is like, how you talk to yourself and just being aware of how you talk to yourself. Because if you're not even aware of that, you could be saying things to yourself that are just really negative and you're contributing to it all on your own. You could be seeking out these images and then internally comparing. But yeah, I, I do think it's almost a rebellion to be okay with who you are today, given this unrealistic perfect body image that is so easily accessible everywhere and kind of in our face all the time. Like even if we try and curate our experiences on our accounts, you can't get away from it. Yeah, it's definitely hard to to get away from when we think about the amount of time that people spend on social media. There is a lot of consumption that's being done every single day. Sometimes you're on there a couple different times throughout the day. You check it maybe first thing when you wake up and then Mm -hmm. that's how you've started your day, right? So again, it's about the decision that you're making. And if you find that it's so negatively affecting you, then you need to take a break. Mm -hmm. You need to minimize your time. Because again, social media is not real life. We shouldn't get so absorbed and trapped into other people's lives and forget about our own actual reality and what we can do in that. Which is why I think a lot of people were concerned when this whole metaverse thing happened where it was like, okay, now it's like a whole new space that I can live in. Right? And that's concerning because it's like, it's not real, Mm -hmm. right? So they started creating things where... You can order real food in the not real world Mm -hmm. and you can start to do a lot of different things and build a better life than maybe the real one that you have. And you start to forget about your actual real life because you become so trapped and absorbed into this other world. Yeah. One thing I will say as kind of a closing remark, I mean, we're talking about adulting. I think there are a lot of things come into that conversation as we are discovering together. But I have found for myself as I'm adulting in progress, I definitely don't have the same pressure that I put on myself to look perfect like I used to. So there are advantages to getting older. You really have better perspective, I think, or there's a possibility for a different, more holistic, better perspective on what's really important in life. And understanding that 10, 20 years ago, I definitely had some major concerns about my physical appearance and I don't give two craps now Mm -hmm. about some of those things. It just is what it is. So 
getting There's older. There's some joys well. in getting older for not, sure. It's not all bad. <laughs> probably the older we get the less we will care we're gonna care yeah because you don't have to live up to anybody Mm -hmm. you own your life at that point and you're aware of that more than you are in your younger younger days as long as your kids think you're beautiful that's all that matters (laughs) well well, until they're teenagers yeah and then you become embarrassing See you next time. See you next time. Jeez. Tune in next week to figure out what the crap we care about this week is. Boom. Chocolate.